Welcome to the Christchurch London podcast. Our Sunday services have now moved online and you can tune in every week for worship, prayer and our weekly sermon by going to christchurchlondon.org forward slash church hyphen at hyphen home. We're now going to hear the talk from this week's Church at Home service. Christchurch London and Merry Christmas. I hope you have had some joyful and peaceful days. This is Philippa, our newborn granddaughter. In the midst of an immensely challenging year, Meta and I have had the joy of welcoming this little girl into our family. And I was reminded of her as I was preparing for this talk. I'm going to focus today on hope and when you have such a newborn person coming into the family, there is so much joy and hope uh, connected to such an event. And we find the same thing actually in the whole lead up to the birth of Jesus Christ and also around the birth of Jesus Christ. There's so much hope connected to this. And the text today comes from Luke chapter 1, which is part of the lead up to the birth of Jesus Christ. Here it's about the birth of John the Baptist. And after the birth of John the Baptist, his father, Zechariah, he sings a song. And in the song, it becomes clear that uh, the newborn John is going to pave the way for the ministry of the coming Messiah, Jesus Christ. And these are the words. And you, my child, will be called a prophet of the Most High. For you will go on before the Lord to prepare a way for him, to give his people the knowledge of salvation through the forgiveness of their sins, because of the tender mercy of our God, by which the rising sun will come to us from heaven to shine on those living in darkness and in the shadow of death, to guide our feet into the path of peace. It seems like there is something in this song of Zechariah that speaks very directly into the time that we are living in right now. In many ways, we are living under the shadow of this pandemic that we are going through all over the world at the moment. In this text, it speaks equally about deep darkness, but also about this shining hope that is being prophetically described in this song. Reflecting on it, I was brought back to an experience I had many years ago now. I had been on a trip abroad and I had been taking some malaria medicine and it turned out that a rare side effect was depression of this medicine and I was one of the few people who actually was Uh, inflicted by this side effect. I didn't know about that at the time. All I knew was this experience of deep darkness on the inside. I was happily married to Meta. I had three wonderful children that I loved uh, above everything else. And I had good circumstances of life. And yet on the inside, it was just dark. I reached rock bottom one day when I was walking along a lake nearby our house in Copenhagen. 
As I saw the lake, I had the thought coming through my mind. It would be easier just to jump in and end this. And as soon as I realized that thought, I cried out on the inside, help. And as I cried out like that, I saw an inner image of this very tiny person hanging over this big, dark abyss. And of course, I realized that's exactly how I feel right now. I, I feel like I am close to just falling through and it's just darkness surrounding me on all sides. But then I also saw these two very big hands, much bigger than this person that was this tiny person that was hanging in, in the air. And then at the same time, it was almost like hearing a voice in my thoughts saying to me, my hands are under you. You will not fall through. I will catch you. For me, that was an encounter with the rising sun. For me, that was the beginning of a new day. It took three to four months uh, with gradual healing taking place on the inside before I was fully through this, but it was definitely a strong turning point, an encounter with the rising sun. Now, Zechariah, he knew about dark nights. He had been going through his own personal difficult time in his longing to become a father for years, but it had really been taking a long time before he actually experienced it. It was also challenging time for Israel in those days. They were occupied by the Romans uh, and there were really no political hope, no military hope, and they were under cultural pressure as well, living under the influence of Roman culture that was again influenced by heavily by the Greek culture and and this was in opposition very much to the Jewish culture. So it was kind of pressure on all sides. And it's with this backdrop that he is singing this prophetic song, signaling the coming of the Messiah, Jesus Christ. Now, some of us may identify with this. Maybe Christmas has been a bit of relief for us. So we feel a bit relaxed at the moment. Uh, almost like a break in the midst of something which has been really challenging. But for other of us, it's actually just been an added challenge to something which was challenging already. And many of us would have asked the question, how long will this go on for? Where will my help come from? Well, Zachariah actually answers this question or he points to a potential answer. He speaks of a new dawn the rising sun, the image of Jesus Christ, a rising sun that will bring with it three life transforming experiences. Number one, he will come to us. He sings. Number two, he will shine on us. And number three, he will guide our feet into the path of peace. So he will come to us. The word translated here has a twofold meaning. It means that he has seen us, that he knows the state that we are in, that he is aware of our felt needs. And that is such a marvelous thing, isn't it? For those of us who have been brought up in the Christian faith, we kind of know this. We know that he knows 
And yet, when we realize that that is actually true, then it's a marvelous experience. That was definitely my personal experience when I was having this encounter with the rising sun at the lake many years ago. It was the realization that what I knew was actually true. He was there. He knew about my situation. And I believe that that whole realization was part of the healing process. Simply realizing I am not alone in this. He is with me in the pain. This same word also means that he is capable and willing to meet the needs that he sees when he sees us. So why does he come to us? What is driving him? Well, the text says he comes because of the tender mercy of God. So here we have it. God sees us. God has the power to help us. And he is driven, he is motivated by a tender mercy. Well, he could have analyzed our situation, of course, because he sees it. And he could have pointed out a few hard-hitting observations that might point to our own responsibility in the ordeal that we are going through, in the pain that we are experiencing. But that's not what's on the table here. It is tender mercy, which means that he comes to our aid in whatever darkness we go through, whether it's self-inflicted or not. And he creates a way through it. The word translated tender mercy actually means that it comes from the heart of God. This means that the core of God is defined by mercy or defined as mercy. Now, this was the big revelation that Jesus brought to us. A revelation that revolutionized the life of people around him and it changed their concept of God. He's not angry with you. He's not preoccupied judging you. He's not looking for your next mistake. He didn't come to condemn the world. No, he came to save the world. He is mercy. Now, if you are anything like me, you know that sometimes it's a bit hard for us to grasp this. Why? Well, because we have a tendency to mirror God in our own way of judging ourselves without mercy and even sometimes judging others without mercy. Well, I have some shocking news for us today. Some really good news as well. He's not like us. He really is mercy to the core of his very being. So he will come to us like this. And Zachariah sings, he will shine on us. He sings, he shines on those living in the darkness and the shadow of death. The image behind the word used in the original text is the image of a caravan uh, that is lost in the desert. And it's so lost that it has given up on finding its way. So it's chosen simply just to stay put and wait for the sun to rise and then to try again. 
So this is really about people feeling totally lost. It's actually about people who are, in a sense, who have in a sense given up in their sense of being lost. So it's a really dark kind of darkness that Zachariah is singing about here. And he even sings that it is for those who are living in the shadow of death. This is, of course, speaking into the reality that we experience as mortal human beings. And we are brutally being reminded of this uh, in these times of a pandemic. And the thing is, as long as we live in fear of death, there is such a pressure coming on us and on life because then we need to achieve this much or we need to squeeze this joy out of life before we feel satisfied. And in fact, we will never really feel satisfied. It's a bit like the last few hours before new restrictions come into power. We've seen it on the television screens, people going to the city uh, centers to party and not keeping social distancing and all of that. Maybe we've been there ourselves, I don't know. But we can almost see it that they're trying to squeeze out of these last few hours whatever they can of, of joy, of life, of, of living. Because they're under the pressure, soon this will end. Well, that is how terribly many people not only live in these pandemic times, but actually live their lives. Now, what Zechariah sings here is that there is this rising sun that will come and shine on us. And that is the beginning of a new day for those of us who live in this sort of darkness. Jesus says this himself in the Gospel of John. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. The one who believes in me will live even though they die. In Hebrews, it is interpreted by this. Since the children are made of flesh and blood, it's logical that the Savior took on flesh and blood in order to rescue them by his death. By embracing death, taking it into himself, he destroyed the devil's hold on death and freed all who cover through life, scared to death of death. So he will come to us. And he will shine on us. It means the end of the reign of fear and anxiety because the root of all fear has been conquered. We may not experience this fully yet, but it's a rising sun. And today we allow this rising sun of Jesus Christ to shine on us. Then finally, he will come to us, he will shine on us and he will guide our feet into the path of peace. The path of peace is what we find on the other side of fear. In the Old Testament, it's said prophetically about the coming Messiah, that he would be called the Prince of Peace. Now, this means that when Jesus speaks, there are not only good intentions behind his words. There is also power, there's authority. So when he spoke to his disciples, really to us, about the times coming after the death uh, of on the cross, there is authority behind those words. And what he said to them was, fear not. 
because what I will leave with you is peace. In the Gospel of John, Jesus says it like this, I am leaving you well and hope. That's my parting gift to you, peace. I don't leave you the way you are used to being left, feeling abandoned, bereft. So don't be upset. Don't be distraught. So here we have it. Three strong promises connected to the birth of Jesus Christ. Three strong promises connected to the reality of Jesus Christ present with us today. He will come to us. He will shine on us and he will guide our feet into the path of peace. So where do we find ourselves right now? Well, of course, we are in the season of winter. That is a fact. We are waiting for the light of the spring and for the spring really to break through. And with this pandemic that we are going through, maybe we are in, in one of the darkest phases of this whole development of the COVID pandemic, just before dawn, just before the vaccines and, and spring will, will give a breakthrough in terms of returning to something which is more normal life. And of course, personally, we are in different places. Some of us are in an okay place. Some of us may be in a really good place. I don't know. But of course, there would be quite a few of us who are going through our own personal dark night in these times. A few weeks ago, I was together with uh, some of the other leaders from Christchurch London, and we had just set aside some time to talk about future and to pray. And it was such a good thing to do, of course. And as we were praying, I was kind of mulling over this message that I have shared with you today. And uh, actually, one of the people who were in the room talked about a, a God experience by seeing the sunrise one morning. So, so that spoke again into what I was already moving over uh, from this scripture. And as this was kind of uh, being digested and, and working in the back of my mind, there, it, it was almost like a sentence was trying to break through, which was about experiencing a spring coming before the actual spring. And I can't say that God says to us that this is what is going to happen. That's not how I would be able to say, it, to say it. But I can say there was this sense of hope, hope of the rising sun, that that was happening. Not even something that we need to pray for, but something that is in the process of happening, that it is rising. And it felt like it was connected to the promises uh, and the things that we have been uh, experiencing over the last couple of years in terms of God speaking to us about revival and renewal as something that he will do with us and for us and, and through us in the city and in the nation. So there was a sense God has not forgotten. It is happening. The sun is rising. So with these words, I just want to pray now for you, for us, for the city that we are part of and the nation that we are part of. So Father, I thank you for this moment. Thank you that you are with us right now. 
Thank you that you sent your son. Jesus, thank you that you came. Thank you that you are the rising sun, Jesus. Thank you that you are coming to us right now. Thank you that as we are praying right now, different places, different rooms, different circumstances of life, you are coming to each one of us. And you are shining on us, Jesus. I thank you that as you shine us on us right now, that fear is losing its grip on us. I thank you that as you are shining us on us right now, Jesus, and lightness start to work in our inner being, a sense of a burden being lifted. Thank you that as you shine on us right now, Jesus, we are receiving the mercy of God. We are hearing the words, you are forgiven. We are hearing the words, you are my beloved child. I am with you. Jesus, we receive you as the shining uh, sun this morning. Jesus, we receive you as our savior this morning. And we thank you and we adore you. Amen. We hope you enjoyed this talk from the Christchurch London podcast. To hear other talks or find out more about our Sunday services, head to ChristchurchLondon.org.